0: To this week's A Photographic Life, a very special episode this week because I'm in conversation with a photographer who I'm a huge admirer of and I have to say it was an honour to have an opportunity to uh, shoot the breeze with him. Who am I talking about? Well, it's Matt Black, who lives in California's Central Valley, a rural agricultural area in the heart of the state. His work has focused on themes of geography, inequality and the environment in his native region and in related places. Between 2015 and 2020, he travelled over 100,000 miles across 46 states for his project and subsequent book, The Iconic and Excellent American Geography, named as one of Time magazine's top photography books in 2021. He is a member of Magnum and his work has appeared regularly in Time Magazine, The New Yorker, The California Sunday Magazine, and many other publications. Black has been honored three times by the Robert F. Kennedy Memorial Prize, including their top honor for journalism. He's received the W. Eugene Smith Memorial Award for Humanistic Photography and was named a Senior Fellow at the Emerson Collective. Okay, so Matt, um, thanks so much for uh, joining us on the Photographic Life podcast. No, thank you, Grant, for having me. Uh, so it's a real pleasure, I have to say, um, to to be able to speak with you because I, I'm such a, a big fan of your work. Um, as anybody who listens to the podcast uh, knows these kind of conversations are very free flowing, and I never prepare any specific questions. But the one thing we do ask everybody who contributes to the to the podcast is the simple question, um, which I'm gonna I'm gonna throw at you and see what you think. Is um, what does photography mean to you? You know, I always feel uh, <clears throat> kind of caught off guard when I have to take a step back and think of
1: photography and kind of the abstract. In that, I don't really, I think. I never really think about it, honestly. I mean, to me, photography is, I suppose, now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, the best way I could describe it is a language. Um, But, I mean, I'm mainly concerned with what I'm going to describe with that language rather than the language
0: itself. I think that would be my best answer there. Uh, do you know what? It, it's a perfect answer. Uh, and it, it, it's exact. And maybe that's where I get such a connection with your work, because I always think of language. And I have to say that, you know, the, the, the work, I suppose, that a lot of people come to um, with you is the American Geography book. And I mean, there is a visual language there that's very strong. And when I look at it, and it's always so difficult to to talk to a photographer and mention other photographers, but I really see your work as part of a kind of a history, an American history, a kind of a a lineage of writers and poets and musicians and photographers. And I, I wonder if you see it that way. Um, I guess not
1: consciously, really. I guess no. But you know, when I hear you say that, it makes me think about the local. And I do feel kind of very, first of all, very connected to the place I'm from, but also very connected to the to that kind of broader sense of um, what you're talking about there in terms of, um you know, people of all disciplines who are kind of committed to place and committed to um this idea of, of kind of, you know, using language, and I, you know, in my case, a visual language, but it could be painting. It could be. Written word, it could be so many different things, but again, to you know, get at things in the world that are important to them, and you know, mainly we see that kind of most clearly when we're talking about you know particular place. I mean, be it you know Faulkner in Mississippi or John Steinbeck in California, or you know the list can go on and on and on. But I guess if I feel like I'm a part of any kind of tradition in that way, it's it's you know a tradition of people who are primarily concerned with. The local. And ironically, I mean, we're talking about the geography book and the geography book was on the surface anything but local. But that's how I see it. I see it as profoundly kind of local book in that, you know, essentially what I was doing was trying to build these connections between places all across the country and to um, connect that back to my own place and the and the work that I've done here over many years. but. I guess it's that that's what, if I would feel kind of connected to anything beyond, you know, my own work and my own self, it would be, you know, people to whom the idea of kind of getting to the heart of something. um, Getting to the essence of a place, getting to kind of the core of an issue or, you know, whatever it might be. And, And we just we most often see that, you know, when it's grounded in when it's grounded in the local, when
0: it's grounded in the place. Um, but there's an American narrative there as well, isn't there? There, there, there is There, a tradition of the American narrative.
1: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Are Americans fascinated with themselves? I guess so, to a certain extent.
0: Um, I guess all places are, all countries are. There's that tradition of the American road trip as well, isn't there?
1: Yes. Yes. Although, you know, again, to me, I mean, first of all, I was a very reluctant traveler. I don't particularly like to travel. It was very, you know, this project in particular was pretty arduous in that regard. Um, but it wasn't the kind of the allure of of travel or the allure of the road. I mean, I get that. I understand that feeling, um, and I'm not criticizing. You know, anyone else who wants to kind of dive in to something in that way. But to me, again, like the idea was not to show the diversity of places as much as it was to show the commonalities. So I was actually the, the the changing scenes or the changing landscapes was actually something that worked against me rather than in my favor. And that, you know, what I was seeking to construct was kind of a continual narrative um, that's linked, you know, very viscerally on this other level rather than the opposite of kind of highlighting
0: differences, I was seeking really to erase it. Yeah. Those kind of narrative themes come through. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. No, it was, it was very much that it was, you know, essentially taking something that I started in my own place and, and building connections or, you know, seeking to establish some kind of, you know, a visual language, like you say, connecting these commonalities, you know, connecting the things that, struck me as being the same not different
0: yeah i so. i also oft, often think about the idea of kind of word photographs and and when you are writing about those kind of the people you see in the places you are there's a conciseness of language there that i think is also in the photographs as well there's kind of a a, a pared down vision
1: yeah you know i just i think when you when you led I think it applies to almost any medium, but particularly in photography, when you let the photographs alone, really, when you let them be what they're kind of want to be and what they are and what the scene in front of you actually is. Um, that's where these, just kind of like tautness of, of language, I think that's the word you used, or the kind of conciseness, yeah that's how those things are allowed to come to the surface, you know, and that's very much, I mean, that was my approach. It has been my approach really to photography regardless, but in this project, it was that it was not to force things, but to let things kind of emerge, not get in the way of, you know, whatever truth it is um, that's emerging there in front of you, you know, to let that just let the process illuminate those things. And it's something about you know just kind of putting yourself, putting yourself aside, putting your 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 goals or your ambitions or whatever kind of motivations you might have aside, and letting things take their own course, and letting things kind of emerge um, that are that are going to emerge, and, and not not trying to force things onto a scene, you know, just letting letting the scene reveal itself
0: to you. Yeah, is, is that for you? Or is that a slow process? The actual making of the image. It, with the process itself, yeah, extremely slow. I mean,
1: it took six years to do the book. But it's I guess it's a it's a degree of I guess what we're talking about is kind of control or letting go of control. That's what to me is the kind of key element. It's just this, you know, submerge yourself into the the process and into the seeing and into the you know immersion and letting
0: these things speak. So in that sense of, of kind of um, visual storyteller, there seems to be a, 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 a kind of a real, whenever I look at your work, I can kind of really get drawn into one image. But there's a real sense of kind of poetry between one image and the next image. I understand that. And thank you. But I mean, I'm actually trying to do,
1: to a certain extent, the opposite. I don't know how to describe it. It's almost you know, a transcription. Kind of a transcription approach to reality, you know, and letting letting things be what they're going to be, and then you know these these moments or these frames or these uh, you know expressions um, emerge, and you have to be sensitive to those, you know. So it's it's a degree of attuneness, I guess, or sensitivity, you know. It's it's nothing in between, no thought in between you. And and that picture, no 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 control, just reaction, just feeling and emotion. It's kind of like so, photographic I think, jazz. I, I, maybe so, yeah. I don't know. I don't know enough about music really to draw a
0: comparison, but yeah, maybe that's 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 their approach as well. Is that something yeah. that, that you you started off working in that way, or, or is this something that's come with confidence, and kind of self awareness?
1: No, I guess actually it was kind of the opposite or what was, what was kind of forced on me. It was the opposite, which was, you know, i started as a small town newspaper photographer um, and journalism remains still, you know, very important to me. And this idea of, you know, kind of documenting the world and and letting the world do the talking rather than your ego, all those things are still very key to me, but in terms of habits in terms of process, um, the process and habit that I was kind of brought up in or through was the opposite. I mean, there's very little time. Um, you had to rush from kind of one thing to the next. There is a whole lot of pressure to um, kind of conform to a certain kind of visual standard. So, yeah, I think this way we're talking about right now, this other way of working is is kind of the exact opposite, which is, you know, no preconceptions, no, Kind of formulaic visual approach, just letting things be. Um, so yeah, maybe it's it's something that came out of some uh, frustrations of of that way of working that kind of pushed me towards that. I don't know, I don't know. But it's you know like everything else, you know, as as you do something over time and over years, and you develop your own kind of way of doing things, way of working. I mean, there's multiple reasons for it, and there's multiple pressures and pushes and pulls. And that's what kind of
0: makes you who you are. And do you see the work as being political work? Uh, Well, it is. Uh, Was it deliberately
1: political in that way or trying to make a very kind of concrete point? Not really. Personally, I saw in the world and something that I felt very strongly and felt it needed to be said and said in a public way. But in terms of partisan, I don't think it's necessarily partisan. I think it's just the the reality that we live with in the country, in this country, part of the reality that's not acknowledged as much as it should be, I think. But no, I mean, I mean, I think, I think starting from a political place, you know, first and foremost is not going to result in work that's very compelling or complex or honest or emotional. So no, I wouldn't describe it as it's probably going that
0: way, but it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, I, I spoke at the beginning there about that idea of, of this kind of tradition and the the work is 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 timeless in, in its kind of humanist um, approach. And I think so in the images as well as in the text that you write. And I, I, I bring that up again because I find the text so powerful. It, it can actually exist without the photographs and the photographs could exist without the text. But the moment you bring the two together, it it really, I mean, it, your your background as a journalist really comes through there, I think.
1: Well, my approach to the text, I mean, I would, the, the notebook I kept, I've always kept a notebook. And sometimes it's very square and sparse. And sometimes you know, becomes just a place to put down things that can't be photographed. Um, So, you know, I I like hearing what you said just now about them feeling separate because they were, I mean, I would never try to write about something that I felt like I had already successfully photographed or vice versa. You know, the text became a place to write down things, the sort of things that can't be photographed, but felt like they needed to be recorded or memorialized in some way. And just to kind of get that last little bit of the day, um, kind of the lingering thoughts, kind of out and down on paper before moving on to the next, that's my approach to that. So in some ways, it's kind of a, you know, could be seen as a frustration with photography and the limitations of photography. Okay, if I can't photograph it, at least I'm going to write about it or or vice versa, you know, can't write about it. There's a way to, there's a way to, it, it just operates on different, different
0: planes as well photographers have to be very aware of today that, that that idea of working across different kind of different platforms in which to tell the story.
1: Well I think you know if you feel yourself, if you're a you know a photographer, I guess it could apply to you know it can apply to any person working in any medium. I mean if you're immersed in it and if you have a clear enough point of view and perception on the reality you're attempting to portray, uh, you're going to get frustrated with any, you know, with any medium you choose. You're going to realize that beyond this point, you know, it stops. This cannot be rendered in this particular form. But if you're immersed in it to a degree that you just have to get it out in some way, then that's going to, you know, that pro- that's going to occur naturally. Um, you know, so I, th- I think that would be, you know, an indicator to photographer if, you know, you're only in this for... The pictures, your degree of commitment, you know, might be or your degree of immersion, you might need to think about that. If it's just, you know, you're coming in as a very transactional thing. It's to walk away with a handful of pictures and you're satisfied. That's you know, that's a very shallow place to, you know, be to be making
0: something from. Well, people who aren't as involved do see it as as pictures, as photographs, as pressing a shutter. And they don't understand that everything else that c- comes behind it and contributes to it, maybe so,
1: yeah, I mean the point is you know you just this these things become a part of you I mean, you spend enough time in a in a particular world um you know it's a two way street you, you you you're not walking in um in a spacesuit, you know i mean these things they you absorb it, you give back, things come out of you, things go into you. If You become a part of uh, a part of this world that you're attempting to portray. Um, I mean, if you're not if you're not feeling that, if your mind is always somewhere else, or you're thinking, you know, I can't wait to go look at these pictures. I mean, I you know, it's it's not about that. It's about this. It's about this um, establishing this. Um, this dialogue back and forth, you know, between the, the, the world that you're photographing and your and your photography and your your kind of person and how it's shaping you and shaping the way you feel and all these things. Are, it's all combined into one big life, really, you know,
0: or or a frame of mind or they are there is an aesthetic, there is a language there which is very unique at this point when a lot of photographers are traveling well a very different kind of a direction. Are you aware of that or is that something you've thought about? Generally, I mean, I think I'm, I'm probably not the
1: most aware person <laughs> when it comes to the photography and that, the, you know, the photography world. I mean, I, but I am by virtue of certain things that I'm involved with, you know, aware. And yes, I understand. But I think that, you know, the commonality, I think, really is kind of what we just finished talking about this idea of, kind of fully inhabiting your work and fully inhabiting the the place um, or the world you're attempting to portray, you know, I think broadly and not just in photography, but broadly in, in culture, you know, we've, we've kind of rejected this idea of, you know, this like a la carte or take your pick, the world is yours The pluck, you know, we've just, we've decided that that's not, that's not the world. Know, the way things should be or are and I, I do I feel connected to that my own way as well you know I mean it was never enough to me this idea of kind of you know zooming into a place that I didn't have wasn't able to form my own relationship to that always struck me as like it's just not what interests me um I don't want to photograph things that I don't understand or feel a connection to or feel strongly about um, just for the sake of pictures I think broadly you know in the culture that's a pretty broad sentiment right now and I think that's a good thing um, we should demand more really out of our storytellers and out of a you know the people that we're looking to to kind of interpret our world you know it should be more there should be more connection there should be more feeling there should be more uh, commitment and Intensity of kind of thought and feeling, um, That empathy. Yeah, and empathy. Um, and you know, those are those are the standards that you know I try to hold myself to as well. Uh, maybe I don't always
0: live up to it, but that's that's my feeling. That's what photography is for me. Do you feel a connection with, with the photographers of the past who who have documented? similar kinds of areas. I mean, I, I I think of Walker Evans or I think of, you know, any of the, the people working at that time. Well,
1: that's a great segue, Grant, because that's exactly kind of what I mean. I mean, I think we, we had, there was a higher tolerance in the past, you know, for that kind of transactional. I'm not criticizing anybody. I mean, I, you know, all of those photographers, the FSA photographers in particular, mean the world to me, um, particularly given you know, this part of California that I'm from and its history and connection to, you know, the thirties and the work that was done back then. So, but I mean, in a broader sense, and again, this is not a Chris, I'm just talking culturally. That's what I mean. I mean, this, you know, a, a, a person, a photographer coming in with a quote, you know, with a job to do, you know, and do the job and move on to the next. And I mean, that's the way that, You know the FSA photographers in particular. That's the way that was set up. You know that they were on assignment; they were being told to go here and go there by uh, you know the boss in Washington D.C. And um, they kind of surrendered all control over their images. There he was with his hole punch, and I mean that's just not. You know, thankfully, luckily, um, that's just not how photography is is being done nowadays. I mean, there's still parts that's still remnants. I mean, there's still you know, assignment photographers around the world and, you know, God bless them. They're doing important, important work documenting, you know, the, what's going on in Ukraine and so on and all the difficulties of doing that. However, there's another level, you know, there's another level of of kind of authorship that I've always been attracted to. And I think that, you know, that um, the world is kind of demanding right now. You know, we just don't like the idea of people parachuting into emotionally fraught situations and then bailing out with, with stuff we we want more. I think that's, again, I think that's a good thing.
0: At no point do I get the feeling that you're treating anybody as a subject. It always seems to me in your work to be a collaboration. And I, and I guess that's what you're talking about.
1: There's that too. Yeah, I think, well, it naturally, you know, if you're coming in with that kind of point of view, it naturally leads itself to... You know, it's not subject. We're we're companions and we're companions in this world together. (laughs) And this this uh the fact that you know through this process as medium, you know, there's this idea of kind of taking control of someone else's experience. I mean, that's not that's not very good. That's not what we want, you know. I mean, I I would never have that idea that you know someone here is my subject and I am (laughs) no. You know we are living together in this world. You know if we're we're sharing certain things, we we're, we're observing certain things in each other. We create each other's reality. I mean that's that's where I'm that's where I'm coming from. You know in photography and in life.
0: When you make your work and and, and on obviously as I said I've spoken American geography as I think was perhaps a gateway for a lot of people to your work uh, and an incredible gateway. But with that and and the work you've continue to make in the work before that. Do you feel that your it is it changing your perception of the country you live in of, of the United States or or is it how, how are you feeling about um, how are you feeling about America?
1: Um yeah, I mean has it changed my feelings about my country? Absolutely. I was not much of a traveler before this project. I mean I've been to certain places here and there, but very kind of hidden miss. But by the end of it, um I'd seen, you know, at least in the 48 states, pretty much every little corner and pocket of the country um, and to kind of experience it and feel it in that way was, of course, a revelation. You know, I mean, I didn't I had no idea when I started the degree of connection that I would feel that how close these places feel to each other and how close they feel to my own place. Um, you know, I would get back from these trips. I did five trips over the course of six years. And every time I had the same feeling, which was just, you know, all of these places felt just right around the corner. Like I could just get back in the car and, and, and go there again immediately. And then in fact, you know, they would be thousands of miles apart and separated, but everything felt close. It felt like you could hold the whole country in your hand. Um, And of course, you know, all of this was going on at the same time America was going through this just incredible period of history, political change and chaos and craziness. And, you know, of course, that affected me. It's like something or someone you felt you knew all of a sudden. You know, is someone else? It was very disturbing, but you know, it, it it fed. Luckily for me, rather than kind of alienating me from doing the work, it felt more. You know, even more vital. It felt very vital when I started, but it felt even more essential that you know this work be done and work like it be done um, to try to understand. Because obviously, there's a huge gap. You know, we thought we understood the country, but it became painfully clear that we could not predict. You know, what could come out of this kind of cauldron. You know, we knew these things existed. It was just a question of feeling like they were subdued, you know, like the, these tensions were subdued and everything was fine and things would work out. And generally, this idea of progress. And all of a sudden it became painfully clear that, you know, <clears throat> things could go in both directions. We can go backwards as, as easily as it can go forward. And that's part of the kind of the area of, you know, intellectual responsibility that you know we're part of that you know photographers and people who are engaged in the in the world beyond themselves you know if if you don't feel you know partially you know at least surprised or at least you know question yourself and question like the 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 work that you're engaged with that could produce you know such a result then you're you're not really paying attention you're not really listening you know
0: intrinsically I think you know we, most people are optimistic and I think that idea of you know everything will be okay I mean what's interesting come um, from your work is yeah. there is a sense of that but there is also a very strong sense I think of, of pessimism which because you're telling stories of which there isn't an obvious answer to and I wonder if that's really inform the work that you're making now and tomorrow?
1: I think it's that. I mean, I do. Yes. Uh, I mean, there comes a point in our lives. I think, you know, you know, we begin to realize that that no one's really in charge and that no one has the answers and that we're all just kind of stumbling through the, this life and this world together. And that could be an empowering thing for, you know, an author of any sort or a, photography you know someone who's engaged in the world is that and i i can't tell you how many times you know doing this work not just on this project but previously you know you you come into a situation to a scene and it like with clarity it dawns upon you what is actually going on and the significance of what you're kind of seeing and trying to portray and it's just you know it can just it just shakes you to your core you know that these things these situations these realities exist you, you never understood it until you're actually there seeing it and then it just that right there i think is the is the greatest fuel you can have to continue because you just realize that you know no one else no th- this is something that has missed perception this is something that has missed communication this is not part of our kind of collective consciousness of what's going on in the world and and photography can play a role in in correcting that and just the a, the power, B, the responsibility, you know, C, the, the kind of urgency um, can just be coupled together with such strength in those moments. I mean, you know, just again and again on these trips, just flabbergasted at the situations I was encountering, I was stepping into that just cannot believe that th- these sorts of things are going on, um, particularly when I we were talking about America but, you know, th- this applies to all over the all over the world. You know, no one no one's really out there doing this. You know, no one's <laughs> except for this small kind of band of people. Um, it's something that can very, you know, it's very fragile, very delicate, but it's so essential. You know, I'm talking now kind of, I guess, in a collective sense that this voice can um, continue to be heard in the world. So it's a sense of you know, responsibility. And I think, you know, we're talking generally about photography. I guess in the back of my mind, I'm thinking of that right now, kind of photography writ large, not just my own work. And, you know, we, we tend to get hung up on differences, you know, this and that, slightly different approach here. And that different. I, I, I don't really buy into that. I think, you know, in broad terms, in broad sense, we're, we're all out there attempting to kind of reckon with this world. And to me, that's the essential part. That's, that's the crucial element. And how fragile it is and how easily it can disappear, you know. And that, that's what, you know, was going on, you know, for me during the, the, these past five years is just how fragile this kind of this infrastructure, this this um, thing we call culture, political culture
0: is and how easily it can just unravel and fall apart. There, there must have been moments of, of kind of, of really feeling uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, but there's also, I mean, I think we all have moments of feeling uncomfortable in the exact opposite scenarios as well. (laughs) I mean, for me, you know, again, this idea that we're shaping each other's realities. Yeah, on on the bus, you know, you're getting your reality shaped every time a new person gets on or your reality reshaped. I mean, I've been, you know, a, a part of this and a high degree of commitment to kind of portraying, you know, this world or version of this world for many, many years. I mean, there's, there's a danger. I've talked about this before. There's a danger too, you know, with this degree of immersion, because, you know, a natural part of it is it becomes the normal. It becomes, this is your reality. This is your, and you lose sensitivity in that way. So there's a, it's a line, you know, that you, that you cannot cross, but you know, you find your own equilibrium, you know, you find your own uh, kind of way of coping and moving from reality to reality. um, From place to place, from, people to people and keeping that reality kind of intact and or that point of view, that's what enriches the work, you know, um, allowing, allowing yourself to be kind of swept in and swept up. How much do you hold back and preserve yourself? I mean, that's kind of, that that really is the art of, the, of, a, of a photographer, you know, is to be able simultaneously be both in and out of the situation. I guess it's just a, a certain stance or a certain way of kind of existing or being in the world that you develop over time, maybe, or you're kind of become more sensitive to or more attuned with. But it's like a key element of photography, kind of ha- have separate threads going on in your mind at, at one
0: time. It, it's interesting to just t- to hear you and speech, and we've never spoken before, but just I completely get everything you've said from, from your work. So, um, I just, I just want to congratulate you on that because that's not always the case. when I speak with photographers or you look at photographers work, that it, it has such integrity. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, I appreciate you. That's an absolute pleasure. And I really appreciate you uh, joining us on the podcast as well, Matt. Um, all I can do is, is, is just keep following you and, and and see what stories you're going to be telling in the future. Because I'm sure that they'll have the same power. And um and as I say, for me, the sense of timelessness. And for for me, they 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 transcend the idea of being made in either doesn't matter twenty nineteen or twenty twenty two or. 1930 it doesn't matter a good story is a good story and people haven't changed no sadly they haven't <laughs> Listen, thanks, thanks. no thanks very much for, for sparing the time and for joining us on the podcast I hope you enjoyed that special extended episode I certainly enjoyed speaking with Matt an awful lot to take on board there and an awful lot to think about but in the meantime take care <laughs>